When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. All right, so Mississippi State is a six and a half point favorite now, according to Caesars. Over the uh, over Blake's Arkansas Razorbacks and uh, Ole Miss only eighteen. Interesting. Okay, Ole Miss an eighteen point favorite. Um, <laughs> Vegas is going Georgia. You put us in a hole. We can't. Wow, <laughs> we can't do this. No again. kidding. All right, Ole Miss and uh, three touchdowns, but an eighteen point favorite. Over the uh, Vanderbilt Commodores. Good morning. Welcome in. The show is the Out of Bounds Show. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Exciting weekend in Startville in Oxford. It is fun to win, and it is extremely difficult in this league. Jimbo Fisher is finding out how difficult it is to win in the SEC West. Again, let me please... Please put enough emphasis on the West compared to the East, where Mark Stoops is 0-11 on the road against SEC West teams. It's really despicable. Yeah. Um, and A&M fans are in meltdown mode, and I know some of you will enjoy that uh, over the next couple of weeks. We'll see if Jimbo Fisher can, uh, can figure it out. But the show is brought to you by the Amazing Stakes. And uh, bourbon selection, including Russell's Reserve Bourbon and Long Branch Bourbon at Kessler Prime. In the Renaissance, visit KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. We're streaming live for you on TheZone1059.com. You can hit us up on the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line, 601-707-3750. 
Uh, Twitter handle at Bow Bounds and the Ag Up Equipment text line 601-885-3776. Y'all feel free to fill in the blank here and you can win something cool. Uh, we'll figure that out in the next few minutes. But if Jimbo Fisher doesn't hire an OC play caller, then blank happens. You know, is he capable of doing that? I just don't see it. But is he capable of going and getting Kendall Browse or, you know, any number of, I mean, there's there's unbelievable play callers throughout the country, many of them that we don't know. I mean, there's guys that can work you at the G5 level, guys from Power 5 teams that we don't necessarily talk about um, as much that are unbelievable as far as play callers, offensive scoring efficiency numbers, the ability to really, really move the ball. Um, would Jimbo Fisher give the keys to someone? The offensive keys to someone. What about him? Or does he need to add pages to the play? I mean, <laughs> do we need to go from 25 to 30? Or do we need to scale down from 25 to 5? Um, And how hot is Jeff Levy today after Oklahoma got absolutely drilled by TCU? Um, what did Dave Bartu say? Jeff Levy didn't call the plays, and he didn't. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Uh, the show is brought to you by your next John Deere tractor. If you're in the market for a tractor, Ag Up Equipment. AgUp.com. The text line is 601-885-3776. 885-3776. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Oklahoma hasn't been beat like that in a long time. Long time. I doubt many of you were paying attention to that, but that's not how it works in um, Norman, Oklahoma. They've been winning forever since Stoops took over. Obviously, they won prior to that uh, with Switzer and another legend even prior to that. But uh, you don't get beat 55 to 24 by TCU at Oklahoma. That's... Ooh. That's just not what happens. They they got worked. They're 0-2 in the Big 12, and they're coming to the SEC. Somebody, so you got Texas, and, you know, they won over a crappy West Virginia team, but they won. Are these two, we've talked about it, you know, how rude of an awakening is it going to be for, for Oklahoma and and Texas to come over here and play like what A and M's going through right now. That their gauntlet. Uh, look at the Arkansas physicality when you know when they're bunched up and you get like four in a row before you get a little bit of either a a Vanderbilt or a uh, Middle Tennessee. Well, that's not fair. They just beat Miami, uh, La Monroe, something like that. Yeah, when you get those uh, one week, two weeks, three weeks that. Second, third, and fourth week of an absolute mosh pit of physicality in the line of scrimmage and ankles, knees, and hips hurt and shoulders. Oklahoma and Texas have never experienced that. Neither did A&M. How's it worked out for them since 2012? I mean, they've been, had one really good year with Manziel going 11-2 and went winning the Cotton Bowl and other than I mean, Mississippi State and Ole Miss have done that. 
And then that's what are we doing? So I think it was next level by Venables in Oklahoma to go ahead and prepare their fan base for the SEC by just being bad now. It's intelligent. You just get it out of the way. They didn't even early. know. Oklahoma fans didn't even know that Sonny Dykes had taken over that job. Yeah, he took over Norman. Yeah. So, and Mike Leach owns Texas A and M. Uh, yeah, I think that's accurate. Nine and four now. In his two stops, yeah. Uh, look, A and M. That's we knew Brian Harson was going to be in hot water this year. We thought Jimbo Fisher could be in some hot water if he continued to go eight and four. But they'll be lucky to go eight and four. Oh, I don't think they're going eight because they're, they're going to lose to Alabama, which means they got to be perfect the rest of the way, barring one loss. They'll already have uh, no. three. They already have three losses, two conference losses. No, I, mean, I, that, I think what you said in the first hour, six and six, is more in. Ooh. More Ooh. in line of what they're doing. Ooh. So if you had to put a thousand on it right now, Jimbo Fisher does or does not coach the Aggies in Startville again. Uh, hold on. So it'd be two. It'd be two, uh, not next year, but the year after. Does not come back. Okay. No, I don't. I don't think he does. Okay. I I, I know that sounds insane, and it's we crazy. talk about the ninety yeah. to ninety-five million and all the top five recruiting classes, and not wanting but to cycle. I just think. Look, if Wisconsin's willing to pay sixteen million to Chris and another. Five to six million to the staff. So let's just say twenty plus million to get rid of their coach and their Wisconsin. If you think a bunch of oil and gas and energy guys, among other things, um, dudes that that are worth several hundred million and they've got several billionaires are worried about ninety to ninety five million. And now that they're bored in life, they're already fifty five, sixty, mm-hmm. sixty five. I've talked about this. Their wife's not interested in them anymore. They've got four homes. They've already got a jet, and they've already been everywhere around the world. They want to win. I mean, they they wake up, they've got an enormous amount of dough, and they can do what they want. And that that's where, like, the media doesn't get it. Yeah. it, it journalism school doesn't teach the get it factor. So they throw up their arms and go, you can't buy out Jimbo Fisher at 90 to $95 million. Well, of course they can. They can do it easily. They already have it. it it's not something – I mean, it's a few phone calls. Now, where does Ross Bjork – there's now talk that – if this continues to get out from under them, they'll both be well, that, shuffled out the that door. That happens all the time. We see ADs get handcuffed to their bad coaches, fair or foul. Even though Bjork didn't hire him, they restructured an even better deal last year. I think he'll use the excuse that he thought LSU was coming, but whatever. And so now the guaranteed money is insane. Wisconsin just fired a guy. I mean, this is Wisconsin. That was sixty-seven and twenty-six. Oh, and nine and four last year. How'd that go for Nebraska when they did that? When they fired Frank Solich, it did not work out. The Out of Bounds Show brought to you by the Amazing Steaks, Kessler Prime, and the Renaissance. Visit KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. Tom Luganville stops by on the Yingling Lager guest line. Good morning, welcome in Armchair Monday. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. 
even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Out of bounds. Good morning. Congratulations to the dogs and the Rebs. Oh, big SEC wins. Don't they make you feel good? You feel good about it? Did you have fun tailgating, celebrating, high-fiving, hanging out with your friends, family? Uh, Whether you were there or watching on TV, did you do a little dance late in that game when Levis fumbled? Um. How many people did you high-five when uh, Emmanuel Forbes pick-sixed the Texas A&M Aggies? Uh, Forbes was unbelievable. You know, they've got a lot of athleticism on that backside of the defense in Emmanuel Forbes and DeCamerion Richardson and, and Jackie Matthews. But, you know, and, and give the front some credit. They, a lot of credit. They played well. And I know A&M's in shambles. It's hard to... Can you remember the last time a team had that much talent, looked that bad? And again, I want to give Mississippi State credit too and Leach and his staff and everybody else, but can you remember that? LSU 2020? (laughs) I mean, that's that's fair. That's probably about it. And last year. Yeah, LSU last year too, 2021. That's right. Uh, I mean, I know the Ogre beat Jimbo to go out, you know, with 44 players. But so did four other teams. Right. <laughs> and, and so that was a little weird uh, because you thought that they would quit, and they didn't, and kudos to those kids uh, down in Baton Rouge and that, that toughness component that we talk about. Auburn's toughest. Hell, right? I mean, their kids are playing hard. Uh, that Was that LSU-Auburn game a war or what? Goodness gracious. Um, Lane, all they do is win. They just find a way. And nobody cares if it's pretty because Alabama's won a bunch of games last. uh, Whenever Paul Bear Bryant went to 1958 when he left A&M to go to Kentucky. 
Uh, Bama's won hundreds of games in an ugly way. In fact, Gene Stallings absolutely believed in winning 13 to nine. He wanted that. Um, so Ole Miss finds a way to win. Now they got a gimme this weekend, but Mississippi, the big one in the state this week is can Mississippi State? all those players are going to be patted on the back. They haven't won a big home game. Kentucky and NC State was good, but they haven't won a big home game in a long time. So today feels good. They're going to class. They'll they'll go back to the football facility. You know, everybody's telling them, hey, you rock. I had great I had a great time on Saturday, right? And and you're awesome. You're amazing. The question in Leach is as brilliant as the little dude and weird and quirky as he is, but but as brilliant as he is. And to run for 144 and throw the ball, of course, Will went for another 300 plus. Um, I mean, look, they put up big offensive numbers. I know they was they were trying to figure it out the first uh, 15 plus not 24 minutes of the game, but kudos to them for figuring it out and doing it at all three levels. But the bottom line is, can they stay the course and give this fan base that wants it so bad they can't even function another big home win at 11 a.m. on Saturday morning against a team that is absolutely beatable? Can they do that? I don't know. That's why they're going to play it. But uh, we're going to, you know, debate and cuss and discuss it all all week. And then Ole Miss, the gift that keeps on giving. I don't know who. Maybe this was the one thing Ross Bjork did for y'all. Because um, I would think this is his schedule. Because Keith Carter's still relatively new. Um but this lined up, right? The scheduling gods of the Southeastern Conference have put a ton of sugar and cinnamon on this uh, Ole Miss schedule in year um, one for Kiffin. He pulled Kentucky and Bandy in year three. He he pulls Kentucky and Bandy uh, and avoids Georgia for for three years in a row. Now Ole Miss pulls Georgia next year, but that is that's next year. So you, you'll be 6-0 and after this weekend. Now, Mississippi State has a chance to go. When was, was the last time Mississippi State was 5-1? and one? They have a chance to go 5-1 and one with another conference win over the Arkansas Razorbacks this weekend. And that place, the junction will be wild at 2.30, 3 in the afternoon if they can pull this off. It'll be a physical game. I know Arkansas doesn't look good. They're going to play for Sam Pittman. I promise. They still have two really good coordinators. Now, I don't know what they're going to do, what they're going to look like. I understand they're one-dimensional, and I understand their secondary is not good. And I know that Mississippi State can throw the football. Um, Odom likes that rush three, drop eight. He got Leach at Missouri, and and he's gotten Leach the last two years. Now, Durkin worked Leach last year in the Golden Egg game. Ole Miss DC, now Texas A&M DC, and eventually Leach and the crew cracked the code. But for the first 24 minutes of the ball game, Durkin shut down the air raid. And then they started going, and as we talked about, they punched one in, but then they followed up and punched one in with 58 seconds left in the half to go up 14-0. to Yeah. And then they got the stop, stopping A&M from scoring and made them kick a field goal. I thought that was the massive, yeah, massive play, massive swing. The fumble in the red zone too by A chain that led to the first drive, 
uh, was after a, a bad punt that gave A&M, as State was losing the field position game and gave A&M uh, a short field, but they fumbled inside the five. Opportunistic Zach Arnett, Mississippi State defense, where some guys were flying around, but they were also in the right spot. Everybody can fly around on defense, right? The question is, are you in the right spot as you're flying around? Accurate. And do you make the play when you're there? Exactly. 2014 would be the last time Mississippi State started at least 5-1. and one. They okay. started 9-0 and oh that year. All right, so Ole Miss will be 6-0 and oh after this weekend. Will Mississippi State be 5-1? and one? Because if they are, it will be pandemonium in Starville. I think with a and with, with what's happened at a and And Leach starts to win even more people over yes. going back-to-back. On these games. with And because you'd really be able to string three in a row because you'd go to Kentucky the week after, and that'd be a winnable game, too. Can't get ahead of yourself, but that would be massive for that, Mike yeah, Leach that and company. Is getting ahead of uh, yourself. Speaking of not getting ahead of yourself, I think it is realistic to start asking the question, given what you've seen at A&M, given what you've seen at Auburn, and now, with an injury to Bryce Young, Ole Miss, as wild as this is to say, Ole Miss has an opportunity to find themselves in Atlanta in December. Um you can't do anything better than beat who's in front of you. You're going to be 6 and 0 heading into Auburn. A&M's a mess, Auburn's a mess. LSU looks good but not great. Well, here's I would go LSU, but their schedule is so much more difficult than all misses because LSU has pulls Tennessee this Prob- weekend. Then they have loss. to go to Florida. Yeah. Mm. Then they pull Ole Miss. Bama at Arkansas and yeah. at A and M to wrap up the year. Yeah, Ole Miss pulls LSU at a perfect time. They're the fourth game of three straight bru- or four straight brutal SEC games. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, if if Bryce Young's injury is real, and we'll get more information as the week unfolds, if Bryce Young Bryce Young's injury is real and it's lasting throughout the year or to some extent or the other, Ole Miss has every opportunity to find themselves in Atlanta in December. Lane Kiffin, back-to-back 10-win seasons in Oxford? Well, 10 won't do it. I'm just saying, but he would have back-to-back 10-win yeah, 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 seasons, yeah. which he, I don't, he, he never happened. He would have to go 7-1 yeah, with and a one. win over Bama for the tiebreaker. Yeah. Because even with all this hoopla around Bryce Young. Alabama losing at Tennessee at Ole Miss? I don't see them winning two, uh, losing two games. One, maybe. That's if Bryce Young's taking snaps. No, I still don't see them winning, losing two games. Out of Bounds is brought to you by Rick's Pro Truck. We'll be there, uh, RPT Commercial in Pearl. We'll be there on Thursday. Looking forward to that. Rick'sProTruck.com. show is also powered by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs. Tom Luganville coming up next on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody. Listen carefully. You're listening to the SEC Insider Hit on the Bound Show. Fueled by Fleetway Market. Fuel up your car and cooler at Fleetway this football season. Let's go. Uh, you can watch the show on Facebook. Search the Out of Bounds Show. YouTube, search Out of Bounds Sports. Good morning. Welcome in. Armchair QB Monday. Having some fun. Uh, Rebs and dogs win. So everybody's excited after two big... Uh, home victories against conference foes and Mike Leach needed a big home game win I mean yeah he beat NC State and Kentucky last year at home but let's be honest that just doesn't have the juice I'm sorry and uh that's his biggest home win he needed to do that in front of the home crowd at Davis Wade you know Kiffin's already done that and um they put the exclamation point on the game uh, late in the game, it was close for a while as uh, Mississippi State prevailed. And now there's questions around Jimbo and the Aggies. So your SEC insider hit is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. We welcome in our friend Tom Luganbill, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. And Lugs joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, Lugs, can you remember, uh, and I'm sure it's happened, May even happen recently, but a team like A&M that's gone, I think, three classes in a row, top five, and last year's class, number one, um, that looks this bad on the offensive line, but the team as a whole is trending the wrong way considering they're now considered an elite recruiter, Tom. Well, they're considered an elite recruiter, but what what are we con- are we considering that as five six seven classes in a row or one and a half classes considering COVID? Because I think that's the thing that to me has been a bit of a a myth in all of this. And that is, and you've heard me say this before, until proven otherwise, they're an eight and four program. All right, they've had two double digit win seasons, as you've heard me tell you, in twenty four years. 24 years. So we looked at that 2022 recruiting class, right? And everybody's oohing and on, and, and, and that's great. But did anybody actually think, like, were these people under the impression that every one of those guys was going to come in and play and dominate? It does, I mean, it doesn't work that way. You might have one or two. You might have three or four. But you don't, they're, they're not just going to come in and transform the program overnight. And I think that, that was kind of the – as I said, myth in this whole deal, that that was what was going to happen. Now, we've seen LT Overton. We've seen Shamar Stewart. We've seen Evan Stewart on offense. 
flash some bright spots. Obviously, they've got some nice young guys, but I think they've got they've got a confidence problem. They have a quarterback problem. They have an offensive line problem. And I think the offensive line side of things, that's where you have the biggest struggle when you're dealing with younger players, man, because they can get overwhelmed. And that's where, you know what? That's where I give LSU a lot of credit. LSU's playing with Will Campbell and Emory Jones, right tackle and left tackle, right? And they have somehow figured out how to manage that. Now, the difference between them and A&M is that they have a quarterback that can get them out of trouble. Sure. Like if things aren't perfect – Jaden Daniels can move around by a time he can take off and run. That's not right now what Texas A&M is playing with. Uh, if you look at their – I mean, eight, eight and four could be the moon for them now. Right. I know. And so, I, I, I see where you're going. Hey, did, did, did fans believe that all these guys would play? Well, actually, the, the answer is yes, because fanaticism, which pays both of our bills, people automatically assume – all right, they were already a top 10 recruiter. He has been recruiting gangbusters the last few years there. And they said, yeah, we're ready. We, we beat because fans can gloss over, fair or unfair, the Mississippi State, Ole Miss, LSU, and Arkansas loss last year. They, exactly. They beat Bama, and they had the number one recruiting class. And that's all they talked about all spring and summer. Right. Now, so they're not talking about where the roster is. They're not talking about the. Do you see Alabama losing to those other teams? No. No, exactly. <laughs> they're all they're all fired up about beating Alabama. Look at who you lost to. If you're a top ten program, if you're a top five program, you don't lose to those teams. No. Um, and uh, uh, so the question is the play caller. I think the bigger question is the guy who's the play caller in OC. And mm-hmm. he's already over 50 years old. He was told that he was a boy wonder OC because of his days at LSU, which I thought was ridiculous. That was a generic, ordinary offense that was built around Saban's genius and defense. Everything was still played in the box, especially in the SEC mm-hmm. uh, outside of Spurrier. Um, so where does this go? I don't think he's got the ability because he believes I'm a national championship coach. I was the boy wonder at LSU, 01 through 06. That's me. That's who I am. I don't think he has the ability to pivot. Do you? Well, um, he hasn't proven to yet. Now, you know, you go back, and and, and really here's his reputation. So he he inherits Christian Ponder. The guy gets drafted in the first round. They recruit E.J. Manuel. The guy gets drafted in the first round. They recruit Jameis Winston, who's the only real generational-type talent that they've had. And they win a national championship, a Heisman Trophy, and a and uh, he's a first-rounder. So now that's where all of this reputation comes from. The issue is that he doesn't have a generational talent at that position. I think you can still do some of the things he's doing with offensively, but you have that dude better be a difference maker. Like, he, he, he better be as good as there is in college football – um, and, and that's not what they have right now. So what, it, what does that do? It over-magnifies how they're going about it, right? It makes it look worse. It makes it look more vanilla, non-innovative, that they haven't evolved. And now we could be looking at them. We could be looking at this game this week with Jalen Milrow versus Connor Wigman. That'd be wild. Yeah, it would. Um, I think Connor Wigman's better than their other quarterbacks anyway, but he hasn't played, so there's obviously a lot of risk there. 
Right. I mean, you're talking about throwing a and he's a freshman fre- with a lot on his shoulder. Right. Is he a redshirt or true, Tom? True freshman. Okay. So he's a true freshman going into Bryant Denny. Boy, that that'll be fun. Um, all right. When you look, is it execution or is it the guy that's wearing the headsets calling the plays in his offense? Mm, I think it's a combination of both. I really do. I don't, you know, and he keeps bringing up that there's plays there to be made. They're just not making them. So that's either, a, that, that's a combination of execution and preparation. One or the other or both, right? Or, and this is the one that nobody wants to hear, if the plays are there to be made, they're not being made, are they then not good enough? Right? I mean, is, is, is that the question that we're asking here? Are they not good enough? Because we can say all we want about schemes and X's and O's, but Jimbo Fisher doesn't have any eligibility. You can't actually go out there and do it for him. So at some point or another, these guys got to start making plays, and he keeps reiterating that the plays are there to be made. I'm not saying he's throwing his players on the ball. He's just saying that, well, if that's the case, what's wrong with that? Yeah. I think it's the same thing. It was He was saying the same thing last year. And... Um... You know, he's got a veteran cube. I know he got beat up on Sal's at the game. Uh, the Mississippi State defense. Max Johnson is one tough kid. Yes. Because the Mississippi State defense just absolutely crushed him all day. Uh-huh. Yeah, that offensive line is just. And I told you, I, I, I'll tell you, when that stadium gets rocking, I, I thought they would have a hard time. I told you that last week. Yeah. They're, they're one dimensional. Well, I don't even know if they're that. A-chain's good, but but the offensive line is so bad. Did he miss not going to the – all right, they're A&M, and they'll, they'll, th- they'll throw money around and I, whatever. All right, that, they, they'll go, and they'll do what they need to do. Was it a big whiff by Jimbo and the staff to not go transfer portal offensive line while we were talking about all the high school dudes that they landed? Um, maybe to some degree, unless they overestimated where they thought they were in the offensive line. And that could be the case as well. And the problem is, is the transfer portal, as far as the caliber of player that you need, um, at a place like Texas A&M to get better, one of the least represented positions in terms of numbers in the transfer portal is offensive line. Right. Uh, At high level guys. I'm talking about like difference maker, big time player guys. So I would also ask the question, and I'm not, no, I don't know this off the top of my head, how many, how many were actually available that would have made them absolutely better or convinced them would be better than what they currently had? And that's probably the question they were asking themselves. Um, let's switch gears. Leach needed a big home win. Well, you need to win a conference game, but a big game at home. And so everybody was partying and happy, and they did what they needed to do. Um, you can give me a quick takeaway from that game, but I also want to tee up the fact that they host an Arkansas team, and this is a very winnable game for them. And Arkansas has just gone through two uh, very, very physical games against A and M and Bama. Yeah, they really have. I mean, they're they're going through a gauntlet, right? Their schedule, and a lot of people talked about that schedule coming into the season that. You know, Arkansas is going to be a pretty good team. They're going to be improved, but that is that's murderer's row right there. And um, I'll tell you, um, I, I'm really impressed with you. You know, you talk about the transfer portal. That's where Ole Miss has done the best job 
because it's not it's it's not just that they went to the transfer portal. They were very very specific in what they were targeting and who they went after and why. Um, you know, having conversations with Lane and with with Coach Partridge on defense about the research and the homework that they did on those guys. Because remember, if you're going to do that and guys have, let's just say, two years of eligibility or maybe three years of eligibility or maybe even one, you can't miss on those guys because you'll ruin your depth of your football team, right? Because now you've given all those scholarships to those guys and didn't give them to a four- or five-year kid out of high school. So whether it's Kari Coleman, okay, we talked about Zach Evans, Michael Trigg, Jackson Dart, whoever it is, that is why Ole Miss is playing so much better right now. Yeah. Um, and it is impressive. They went all in. Uh, you're right. I mean, he, they had dedicated staffers in house, did a lot of research, did the legwork mm-hmm. to make sure they're not going to hit on all of them, but you're right. It is a big group of them that are contributing. And, and it made a difference. And yeah. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, he had to, he had to flip that roster fast for them to win yeah. as many games Their as they're going to win. made a, the secondary has made a big difference, and then the true freshman corner is going to be a great player. Yeah, and Judkins is unreal. Judkins is unreal. Was he an ESPN 300? No, he wasn't. He was he was a kind of an out of nowhere guy, and you know we obviously missed there. But what the Lane said, he reminds him of Josh Jacobs. That was the guy Good that he made the grief. Comp yeah, I remember. I think he was from like Tulsa, Oklahoma, and spurned the Sooners to yeah, go to was. Bama. Um, That's right. What a player! I never thought he was used as much as he should be at at Bama. Um, All right, Arkansas at Mississippi State. Uh, What matchup are you looking for? Uh, Leach is 0-2 against Pittman, Odom, and Browse. How do you see this one in Starkville this weekend? I see Starkville using the home field advantage again. I really do. I think that's one of their greatest assets. When you can score, if they get on top of you, and they're able to, to get ahead 10, 14 points, it is so difficult to climb back into that in, in that environment unless you just flat out have better players. And I don't think Arkansas does. Um, I, I, I think Mississippi State's a pretty good football team, a team that not many people probably want to deal with right now. And they have their fair share, share of self-inflicted wounds if you watched the LSU game. And, um, and it cost them. And then they responded. They rebounded. I just think that they're kind of peaking, and we're in week five right now, maybe kind of peaking – Going into this coming weekend, what are we going into week six, I guess? Yes. I mean, this is uh, a team that might be playing their best football at the right time. Okay. Um, and Arkansas is one-dimensional, and their secondary is not good. This, yeah, I know it. it what are you going to do? Are you going to play man against them? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Um, hey, I thought about you. I knew you were happy. They, they rushed for 144 yards. I saw that. I check it every weekend. I do. I literally, I check it every week. I want to say, all right, what has he done? What has he done? What has he done? What did he try to pull off here? I love it. And they ripped off a, a couple of big runs. And, uh, it makes a difference, that, man. Yeah, they flipped the field on a couple of runs. No yeah. question. Uh, okay, let's switch gears to, uh, so you, you like where Ole Miss and Mississippi State are trending. No point in hitting Ole Miss Bandy. They get, they'll get a big win this weekend. Mm-hmm. The big win here in this state is can Mississippi State host Arkansas and beat them. And it sounds like you would, you're leaning towards Mississippi state winning that game. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Let's go to another one that I think is fun and, and big Tennessee at LSU. 
We don't get this matchup often. Um, one's 4-0, one's 4-1. Uh, LSU's doing enough to survive. Give Brian Kelly credit. Tennessee thinks they are starting to arrive. It's in Baton Rouge. But it's an 11 a.m. game, Tom. So it's not like it's 7, 8 o'clock at night in Tiger Stadium. Do you like Tennessee with Hen and Hooker coming in and winning this game? Or are you going with the talent in LSU? Man, I, I, I get concerned with this particular offense. As, as fun as it is to watch and how fast it is and the plays they're able to make and Hen and Hooker's playing great, but I get concerned with this offense when you play somebody that can outman you up front, disrupt you, get you off schedule, get you behind the chains. Now all of a sudden the focus isn't, hey, we got to get 90 plays in the game. The focus is how are we going to convert third and eight because usually it's third and three. And I think that to me – would be something that should be a bit concerning to Tennessee fans. I think Tennessee will score points. I don't know if they'll come as easy as we've seen them come before because I do think LSU is disruptive. And Brian Kelly has this football team heading them in the right direction. Yes, he does. Very, very clear. Yeah, very clear. He sent a message to that coaching staff and that team after week one. That's not how things were going to be done here. And, and they've responded. And the, the other concern I have is Tennessee still has a bad tension for giving up big plays on defense and has not been a very good tackling football team. Yikes. With LSU's athletes, good luck with that. Yeah, okay. I know. I know it. Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst, ESPN. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Let's go to Alabama. Um, they're going to win this weekend, but we don't know how long Bryce Young's out. And they've got some tough games coming up, and including at Tennessee. So, you know, how... Give me an idea. Let's say he's out four weeks, Tom. I mean, I know Saban was talking about 48 hours, which I was like, what the world? Um, right. Let's say he's out three or four weeks. Uh, could that could that give someone else, LSU or Ole Miss, an opportunity to at least make it interesting or no? Yeah, absolutely. If, if Jalen Milrow proves that he's not going to be able to make the plays in the passing game that we've seen Bryce Young make look routine right? We know he can run. We know he's a big, I mean, you look at him, he looks like Anthony Richardson. Um, I mean, he's a big physical, uh, got him out of trouble the other day. I thought what happened the other day, it was 28, nothing. Then it's 28, 23. And they had to make some plays and they had to do it in the second half on the road. And they did between him and Jameer Gibbs. I was very impressed with how that team responded. I think Alabama learned an awful lot about some guys on their football team because of the Bryce Young injury. So I think there's some building blocks there for Bill O'Brien this week. But they're going to have to come up with maybe some different ways of getting him moving through the air, you know, because he just hasn't played much. Not that he can't do it, right. but he hasn't played much. So I think that could be something that if you looked and they had to play without Bryce for a few weeks, um, can you take advantage of maybe some deficiencies in the passing game that Alabama may have, not as a result of a lack of talent, but more of a lack of experience. Jalen Milrow, for our listeners, is the guy that was playing uh, once uh, Bryce Young went down, number four. Now, this guy can scoot. Um, yeah. I mean, once he got going, I was like, what? And I know you know all about him. Um, give me uh, the ESPN recruiting uh, playbook on Jalen Milrow. So he reminds me of a faster Jalen Hurts. He's built like him. Um He's physical like him. I think he has and, – and, again, I'm not comparing to Jalen Hurts, uh, NFL Jalen Hurts, because I hate comparing high school players to NFL guys. But 
when you look at the two guys when they came out, um, a lot of similarities, in my opinion, between between these guys. I mean, Jalen was a, just under 6'2". This kid's just under 6'2". This kid's almost 200 pounds. That's right around where, where um, Jalen Hurts was uh, coming out. He is a really, really, really good athlete that needs grooming in the passing game. He needs polish. He needs somebody to work with him technically, fundamentally. He'll get there. That stuff will come. But I don't – he's very – I labeled him as being a raw prospect coming out. The skill set's there, but there's a little bit of sandlot ball, you know, a little bit of street ball in his style of play. Because at the high school level, you just get away with doing Sure. Stuff. And so now I think as he kind of continues to grow, continues to mature – um, you'll see him become a little bit more polished in the passing game. Okay, so is this who they wanted? Is this who I, you keep up with it? Is this who they yeah. targeted, or did they lose out on someone? Because when you say raw and not quite polished, a lot of times Bama can go get a guy who's a little bit more polished. How did that work on on recruiting him? I, I, I think I think they had a pretty good feel of what was going to happen in the twenty twenty two class. They knew Bryce Young was going to play at least through 2022 and was, hadn't played yet in 2021, and that's the class that they recruited Jalen in, right? So I think they felt pretty good for two cycles, and then they ended up bringing in Ty Simpson in the 2022 class. So uh, they've got another guy in the 2023 class in Eli Holstein. So they, they're fine at quarterback. He's just a little – I think they I, – I honestly, I think they saw some, some Jalen Hurts in him. Okay. And they can win. He and Gibbs alone can do what they need, and then you know throw it a little bit, and they'll be just fine, right? Depending on what Bill mm-hmm. O'Brien wants to do. Yeah, absolutely. I, and again, what happened last weekend? I think if you're Alabama's coaching staff, was very encouraging. Okay. There weren't glaring warts. You know, like what? What if they would have gone out in that second half? It's twenty-eight, twenty-three, and all of a sudden Alabama can't function on offense. That would be problematic. Tom Luganbill on the Out of Bounds Show. Speaking of problematic, you chalk up uh, Georgia just sleepwalking through a schedule, knowing that they're they're really really good. That that that's, sounds like an excuse. Or no, Bo, they've got some concerns on both sides of the ball, and they need to be careful. Um, I don't think they have concerns in terms of players. I think they have concerns in terms of focus and respecting the opponent, because this wasn't just on the road against Missouri. They did this against Kent State as well. And that may have to do with maturity, handling success, knowing how to play to your own standard regardless of who the opponent is because they've played down to the opponent. And that's not what we've become accustomed to seeing. I think it actually, to be honest with you, the best thing that could have ever happened to Kirby, you don't play well, play well, you somehow pull out a win, and now you can go back with some real teachable material. Uh, they learned a sore lesson the, the other night, and that is it doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. If we're up here, make everybody else come up here with us. Don't go down to where they live. Okay. What, do you expect them to blow out Auburn? Um, I do. Maybe not early, but I, I, I could see this thing getting out of hand prior to halftime. All right. I got less Auburn than, can't function at quarterback. No. I got less than a minute. Um, how devastating a blow was that for Venables and Oklahoma to lose like that? to TCU, who they don't even recognize their fans as a program? It's unbelievable. Um, the way they lost, how badly they played, uh, their inability to tackle, their inability to execute. And I think the thing that stood out to me most, um, they don't have Clemson's players. And Brent Venables knows it. Yeah. 
You're not buying Michigan, are you? Uh, I think they're pretty good. I actually do. I think they're pretty good. Okay. All right. Where are you this week? Miami and North Carolina and South Florida. <laughs> All right. Tom Luganville on the Yingling Lager guest line. Thanks, Luke. See you, bud. All right, man. See you. National College Football Analyst with ESPN. Stopped by. Um, big stories. Jimbo Fisher trending towards hot water. Bryce Young's health. And with Bryce Young's health, can someone take advantage of that in the SEC West? And who would that be? And is Georgia as good and dominant as we thought they were uh, going into Labor Day weekend? Hour number three coming up. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.